God bless and welcome to episode 2 of the Living for Yeshua podcast. I hope everyone has had a wonderful week so far and a blessed Wednesday. On our previous podcast, I spoke about repentance and how it is a necessary step, action, and requirement, not only written in the OT by the Lord and His prophets, but by Jesus and His teachings in the New Testament. But this step cannot be taken until the Lord and His grace and mercy and love removes the scales, the smokescreen Satan has upon the unbeliever's eyes, and that is what Paul would call the veil of Satan. Today I wanted to speak about the veil of Satan being a barrier that the God of this earth has over the natural man's mind and heart, over their spiritual eyes, over the blind and the lost who are clouded by Satan's smokescreen, seemingly making it unable to understand the things of God, nor see with spiritual eyes. I want to base this podcast around two main scriptures and using several more to reveal this truth and very disheartening state of being that the unsaved are in as all believers in Christ were once in. The first being 2 Corinthians 4, 3-4, which reads, But if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. In their case, the God of this earth has blinded the minds of the unbelievers to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. You see, friends, the God of this earth has been given temporary power to be able to influence and blind the minds of men. It is not something that is outside of his capability, nor is it something God doesn't allow him to enact. For Satan can only do what the Lord allows him to do. So when we may start to feel discouraged or impatient with unbelievers, whether it be family or friends, co-workers or even strangers, as we try to witness, evangelize, or share the gospel with them, we must remember that they are being blinded by the enemy, unknowingly at that. But we must remember Paul's words in Ephesians 6.12 that reads, We do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers and authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil and the heavenly places. This veil is something that, given the opportunity, must also be explained to them if they are to have a chance at understanding and eventually a seed being planted. Because after all, brothers and sisters, that is the main goal, the great commission given unto us by our Savior, to plant seeds and share the gospel with every creature who has ears to hear and to all nations, so that in turn our Heavenly Father who does the saving may eventually harvest that seed. Brothers and sisters, we know Satan is very sneaky, and he is not called the serpent by accident, for he is cunning, being called the great deceiver and the author of confusion, the son of perdition. Let us not underestimate our enemy friends, but let us know in confidence and faith the strength and power of the one who resides in us. And as it is written in 1 John 4.4, Little children, you are from God and have overcome them. For he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Satan may not be afraid or worried about us, 
he is absolutely and utterly terrified of the one who resides in us. Glory to God. Satan's temporary given power is but a mere speck of dust, a fiber, and is nothing compared to the strength, might, glory, power, and holiness of our Father in heaven. The second main verse I wanted to touch on, friends, was 1 Corinthians 2.14. As it is written, The natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he understand them, because they are spiritually discerned. So you see, friends, the Word of God, the things of God, it's as if it's another language to the natural man, to the carnal man, to the unbelieving man, that he cannot interpret nor understand. A spiritual language that can only be interpreted by a spiritual mind and spiritual eyes. The Holy Spirit, or the Helper, or Comforter, as Yeshua calls it, is one that, when we are born again, is sent to us by our Savior, Jesus Christ, to reveal to us the things of God. He is the one who comforts us, and the one who convicts us when feeling convicted, and the one who testifies and bears witness to Yeshua. So as 1 Corinthians 2.14 states, that until we are filled with the Holy Spirit and the veil of Satan is removed, we will not be able to discern Scripture properly, nor have a yearning and wanting to replenish spiritually on the Word of God and learn more about it and its proper interpretation. This is why those who are not filled with the Holy Spirit do not read the Bible, do not meditate on His Word night and day, nor have His words written upon their heart, for they are blinded by the God of this earth. And this blindness truly can only be undone by the lifting of this veil, and it is only done by God's grace, mercy, power, and election. As he told Moses in Exodus 33:19, I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious, and will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. This, my friends, are why we are eternally and forever grateful to the Lord. His grace and mercy abound, for it is all in God's glory, in His own doing, in His grace and mercy, that we can even be chosen and be saved. Is He not perfect in all His doing, friends? The God of Israel, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the one true living God, who created all things, seen and unseen, has the power, with ease, to remove the scales from the unbeliever's eyes, to blow away the smokescreen the enemy has set forth, to remove the veil of Satan. And all this, dear friends, all this he does to glorify his name. So I say, Amen, and let the name of the Lord be lifted high and be glorified from now unto eternity in heaven and on earth. Amen.